discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. It says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boatim as Christ is magnified in you. Point number four. You are part of a garden. You are part of a garden. Say, I am part of a garden. First Corinthians 3.9. First Corinthians 3.9. For we are laborers together with God. You are God's husbandry. The word husbandry is farm. Let's read the Amplified. For we are fellow workmen, joint promoters, laborers together with and for God. And it says, you are God's garden and vineyard and field under cultivation. You are God's garden. Say, I'm God's garden. I'm God's garden. And, vineyard and vineyard and field, and field. Under, cultivation. under cultivation. What makes a garden a garden? A garden is made up of many plants, isn't it? Many plants. A garden will not be a garden without plants in there, without flowers, nice things being in there, isn't it? Uh-huh. So the garden is a garden because of the things that are in there. So we are the seedlings in the garden. We are the plants in the garden. That's what he's trying to tell you. We are the plantings of the Lord. Now, just imagine you transplanting a seedling or a, a, a small plant every day. When you come today and you see, you're like, you planted corn, okay? After 30 days, it came out. Then you came on the next day and it, was, it had not grown beyond what you saw the day before. So you take it out. And you go and put it in another soil. You come back after two days, you realize that ah, the thing is still not growing in a certain way. So you transplant it again and put it somewhere. What do you think will happen to that plant? It will die. Death comes as a result of trans- transplanting. If you transplant, you are going to kill the seedling. It will not be able to grow and bear fruits for you to enjoy. Why? Because you are transplanting. There are seedlings that transplant themselves. Just imagine you come into a garden and the, garden, the seedlings in there are beside like, Hey, we don't like the soil. What type of soil is this? There are no nutrients inside the soil. We are moving to this other one. Hey, bye-bye. And then you see all of them walking past you by. To go and transplant, to go and plant themselves somewhere. As soon as they are getting roots in the ground, then they start saying that we don't like this one again. We are moving away. We are in trouble. So if you are the garden of God, then you must be permanent. You are God's garden under cultivation. You must be permanent so that you can be cultivated. You can be given the right nutrients for you to grow. It has permanency in mind. For the seedling to grow to, be, to bear fruit, it must be there permanently. I don't know if you have seen that. I'm telling you the benefits, the blessings of being committed already. I don't know if you are seeing it. Yeah. What was the first point? What was point number one? You are part of what? A family. What is the blessing of a family? Having siblings. Having people who can be, be around you. People. It's not a small thing to have people. Though. Yeah. It is the biggest form of blessing to have people around. You see, you can't ask money from just anybody. If you ask money from just anybody on the streets, they'll call you a beggar. 
But if you ask for money from your brothers and your sisters and your mother and your father and your uncles and your, sister, your aunties, it is not begging. It is their natural duty to bless you. Is it not so? In the same way, if you are part of the family of God, there is a certain type of blessing where you can fall on the brethren. Always. Always. There are some people who get married in this church and they don't pay anything for their marriage. Because as they are married, all their family members in the church, the church is their family. They know it, we know it. Their family knows it. We all know that this is their family. And everybody just jumps to action. We are doing something for this person. We are marrying. It is our marriage. We are marrying. Everybody is there. Yeah. But there are some people who we don't know what we don't know whether they are in the church or they are not in the church. So when they are married, we don't know whether we are their family members or we are not their family members. So we, we are caught in between. We don't know. We don't know what to do. We don't know whether we are coming or we are going. We are coming. Are we coming or we are going? What's happening? What's, we don't. So they don't enjoy that blessing. You are not planted. You are not planted. I can't even link you to somebody and say that, oh, this person is a nice guy. So, the young lady, join, join yourself to this guy. I think it will be very powerful. Because we don't know you. Do you understand? Yeah, one day someone came to see me and said that he was looking for a lady that he can marry. And I said, oh, I get that a lot. I have ladies coming. I have guys coming. So many times. If you're a pastor, we, it's called pastoral linkage. Pastoral linking. We link people. We link, you understand? Oh, I don't understand. Yeah. So the person came to see me, like, Pastor, I'm interested. I, I want to, I, I feel like I'm growing as a guy. I need somebody to marry. So I just looked at my network. Yeah, I have, I have a network. I just looked at my network. I was like, this lady will help you. Yeah. But because we don't know you, we can't even point to, to some. We can't say that, oh, this one will help. We can't say it. When we think about it, like, we don't know, we don't really know what is going on. You can't be blessed. Do you like my message or don't like my message? You are surprised. Yeah. The next thing is that you are part of a tree. Point number five. You are part of a tree. John chapter 15, verse 5. I am the vine. You are the branches. He that abided in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me ye can do nothing. I am the vine. Ye are the branches. Christ is the vine. We are the branches. In the same way, the church is the vine. We are all branches linked to the church. And we receive life from the church. If a branch is cut off from the, from the, from the vine, it will just die. It's a stick. It's gone. There's no life in it. It becomes a stick. When it is joined to the, the vine, it is not a stick. It is a branch. And hence can bear fruit. Your fruitfulness in life is dependent on what you have joined. There's a tree that you have joined. You, are in that, you must make sure you are in that tree. Do you understand what I'm saying? You must make sure you are permanently in that tree. So that you can permanently bear fruit. Because your life depends on the vine. You take yourself out of the vine, you are done. You become a stick. And your end is to be guarded, to be bent. You are going to become a firewood. And that's what this verse is. If you go down, he shows you. Shows, go to the next verse. Go to the next verse. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch. And is withered. When he's cast out, he becomes a withered branch. And men gather them and cast them into the fire. And they are bent. They become firewood. 
The branch becomes firewood because it is not joined to the vine. I don't want to be like firewood. When your life means nothing anymore. Yeah. Listen. If I were you, I will stay. See, I, ha- I am going to stay. Tell you about, as for me, as you are seeing me like this, I'm staying in this vine. I'm staying in this tree. Because I am part of the tree. And I'm going to bear fruits. Yeah. Were you married when you came to the church? Stand up and tell us. Were you married when you came to the church? No, Pastor. The work you are doing, is it not someone in the church who did it? Yes, Pastor. What about you that is gone from the church? <laughs> Everything. Even your haircut, someone in church did it for you. Am I lying? It's true. Everything. Yeah. She's a church girl. Ask me, are you a church girl? The one you married, where did you meet the person? <laughs> oh. Why? What is wrong with that? Where, where did you meet hello, the person? Hello. Pastor in church. You met the person in church? Yes, Pastor. Wow. At Confanochi, what were you doing there when you met the person? <laughs> Global congregation, please say what you're supposed to say. Pastor, I was doing ministry. <laughs> <laughs> and in the ministry, you found your beloved? Yes, Pastor. Now he's not just your beloved, he's your husband. Yes, Pastor. You are a doctor by association like myself. Yeah. If you are not joined to the vine, you just die. <laughs> there are some good things you will not enjoy. Blessings. It's blessings. You inherit houses, cars. Hmm? Things that you never thought you'd have. It comes. It comes with time. It comes with time. With time, some things happen. You get business contacts. All in the church. You are networked. All in the church. You think if I have something good happening around me, I will not let you enjoy some. Ah. Your case is too long. What's and what? Usa, usa. Number six. You will flourish if you are planted. You will flourish if you are planted. Now, that's point number six. Hmm? That's a reason why you must be committed. Because you will flourish if you are planted. Psalm 92, verse 12 to verse 50. It's part of the blessing. So, this amount of what receiving blessings through commitment. Let me show you some of the blessings. It says, The righteous shall flourish like the palm tree, he shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. A cedar is the highest form of tree in the world, a high soap. Hyssop is the lowest form of tree in the world. Okay? So, sometimes when you read the Bible, he will say, from the hyssop to the cedars of Lebanon. He's talking about from the least to the highest. The cedars of Lebanon are the strongest tree you can ever have. Very strong. So, he's saying that the guy who is planted shall flourish like the palm tree. Do you know palm tree? Have you seen palm tree before in your life? When you plant palm, palm, you may not have to do much to it. It will just grow on its own. All you need to do is to plant it. To make sure it is planted. No watering, nothing. All weather. It's best fruit every time. And everything about the palm tree is useful. Every part of the plant is useful. Every part. From the palm, palm fruit to the palm kernel 
to the palm seedlings to the palm wine inside the palm the juice inside the palm hallelujah pastor mark hallelujah i can tell you that it is very powerful and then you can use the the tree itself as firewood it can burn for a very long time that's what akokno do you know akokno akokno i don't know how you say it in english akokno there are some nice tasting worms sort of that come out of the tree it's very nice very tasty some people eat it it all comes from the palm <laughs> so he's saying that you shall flourish like like your life everything about your life will be useful because you are planted you'll be like the cedar of lebanon look at the next verse those that be planted where those that be planted where those that be planted in the house of the lord shall flourish in the courts of our god they shall still bring forth fruit in old age they shall be fat and flourishing say i will be fat and flourishing because i am permanent i am planted i am committed in the name of the lord jesus they shall be fat he's not talking about just fat being fat outside because right now we don't like we, we are losing weight hallelujah everybody's losing weight isn't it so that is not what he's talking he's not talking about becoming fat he's talking about becoming so powerful spiritually physically materially every every lead that you can talk about hallelujah see i'm flourishing look at the next verse verse 15 to show that the lord is upright he's my rock and there's no unrighteousness in him god will use you as his means of showing that he's upright see i say i i see my blessings flowing <laughs> hallelujah <laughs> i'll show you something look at the next the next the next thing is uh, seven right point number what you can invest freely when you are permanent you can invest freely when you are permanent you can invest seventh reason why you must be committed to god and to his house is because you can invest freely when you are permanent do you decorate a rented house a rented apartment with millions of dollars do you do you do that how many of you have been doing that when you go you rent an apartment or you rent a room and then you break you break all that you are you are like ah this ceiling is not nice let me do pop so you destroy all the ceiling and then you do pop after doing the people pop you look on the floor like ah the place is not tiled let me tile it then you go and buy tiles and come and put it in the room then you look at the windows the windows are louver blades you're like no i don't like louver blades i want sliding windows slide so you get sliding windows you enter the kitchen you realize that there are no kitchen cabinets so you just go out and you buy kitchen cabinets and come and fix a very nice kitchen cabinet over there you go to the bathroom realize that the toilet toilet seats is not so it's like it's too old so you go you buy new toilet seats you approve the old ones and you put a new one there if you go to the house you realize that they are using wheat him do you know wheat him do you know wheat him kvip type of something it's it comes out then you hit him <laughs> hallelujah <laughs> do you know sos 
How many of you know SOS? What is SOS? Shit on shit. SOS type of toilet. Then you're like, no, I don't like SOS. I don't like Hitim. I want WC. So you go, you buy the WC. Then you make them dig a manhole. You buy pipes, they connect it. They do the manhole and everything, and then you seal it, and then you are inside. Will you do that? Why? Why won't you do that? It is not my house. Why is it not your house? Temporal place. It's a temporal place, so you can't invest freely. I'm passing through. I don't care about whether it's with him or whatever. I don't care. We'll use a with him like that. And we'll say that the future is bright. I'm moving out of here the next six months. I'm going to a WC type of rented place. Is that not what you say? Uh-huh. You will never add anything to the building because you are not, you, you are not permanent. You know that you are, you are temporal. It's a temporal dwelling. But when it is yours, when the building is yours, ah, you know, you use, you buy wallpaper. You do everything that will make the place nice. Yeah. As you are doing this, you are like, put, make sure if the carpenter does, hey, you even stand the person. What do you mean? Don't you go, I'll be living here for the rest of the Come on, do it like this, do it like this. You'll be giving directions. You invest freely. You put millions inside without thinking twice. Same thing. If the church that you are in right now is not a place where you think that you are going to be, you are going to be there permanently, you will not invest. You will not do some things. When we say, let's give a seat, like we're going to give a seat this man, it's time to show your commitment. On 31st March 2019, it's time to show your commitment. How committed you are, you are to the house. If you are not committed to it, you will not give anything that will cost you. You will not do anything that will make the church go on. Because you, it is not a permanent place for you. It's a temporal place. You don't care. Yeah. I insisted on making sure the place is tired because I want you to do your wedding in a nice place. Because it's permanent. I'm the permanent pastor of the church. Yeah, I want to be around. I want to be in the church forever. Yeah. All this, we invest freely. We invest freely. If we are putting money here, I don't think about it twice because it is ours. Yeah. I don't want you to be coming to do your wedding. As you are coming, you just strip and then you fall on your face flat. In the church because there was a, the, the, the floor was not so good. So you just slipped and then you fell flat as a wedding with your wedding girl. All the white, everything becomes brown. And then you wake up and then we're like, oh, sorry, sorry. Don't worry, it's not about the dress, it's about the vows. Come and let's make the vows. I mean, you will not be happy, isn't it? Yeah. So we have permanency, man. So we invest freely. We invest without thinking twice. We don't care how much money we spend on the church. Sometimes people say that, how come you are spending so much on the church? It is because it is my home. Yeah, it is permanent. It is my home. It is my home. They asked Mary Madeline, why are you, you are spending so much on Jesus? What minute this waste? Couldn't we have used this money to buy food for the whole poor, the poor people for one year? What are you talking about? Jesus said that, listen, she has done a good work on me. She has invested on me. She likes me. She loves me. She thinks I'm permanent in her life. That is why she has done this for me. How dare you ask such foolish questions about her? Yeah, that's what Jesus said. Jesus said, this thing that she has done, it will be remembered forever. It will always be preached forever. That's what Jesus said, though. He said, this thing that he has, she has done, she will be remembered forever. She will, she will be preached about forever. I'm talking about her now. Yeah, because she did something permanent for the Lord. So invest freely because you are part of what we are doing. I don't want the day you have died. You are, you are 75 or 80 and you have died. 
and we are bringing your casket into the church. And as the people are bringing, it, bringing your casket in, as they are coming, they just slip. And then you and your casket, you fall down and then your body rolls out of the casket. All because there were some potholes around. As they were coming, they were coming like that. And then, pop! They just left the casket, boom, like that. And then you rolled out. You open your eyes like, hey, I didn't sow my seeds well. That's why this is happening. See, I'm permanent. I'm permanent. Therefore, I will invest, Therefore, I invest. Without, thinking twice. without thinking twice. Yeah, this month, that's why it's a month of commitment. Hmm? Receiving blessings through commitment. It's a show of your commitment. Not because you're, you will get a reward for your seed. You will be blessed because... No, we will preach some things. It's powerful. But the main reason is that it is our home. So we invest freely. We will make the church nice. Make it a nice place to say. Wouldn't you be wouldn't you be happy if there was air conditioning here? Yeah. You come in the places like Canada type of weather. <laughs> you know whipu. Do you know well pool? Someone said whipu. <laughs> yeah, it's whipu like whipu. Hallelujah. Point number one. Point number eight. You will have a family to celebrate your victories. Yeah. If you are permanent, you will have a family to celebrate your victories. Your victories. Hmm? You need, you know you need people in your life. You will realize how many people you need on your wedding day. When you look behind and you see only 10 people sitting there. They realize that, hey. <laughs> You're like, hey. What happened? There's nobody to cheer you on. There's nobody to rejoice with you. The Bible says to rejoice with those who rejoice. Romans chapter 12. He says rejoice with those who rejoice. You see? But nobody rejoices with you because when something small happened, you just left the church. Something small now, I'm leaving. Every church you go, I'm leaving. Your mouth is, I'm leaving. It's on your lip, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Do you know who I am? Do you know who I am? We don't know who you are. We know you're a child of God. That's all. <laughs> you, are, you are leaving so much, you are now a Levite. You are just leaving. <laughs> You need people to celebrate your victories with you. You bought a new car. Nobody is even enjoying the car. No, do you know it is not a good thing that nobody can sit in your car? Like, you see, the funny thing about a car is that the only part you see of the car and enjoy is the steering wheel. (laughs) And the screen that is by you. That's all. But all the beauty of the car is outside. Sometimes if you wish you could drive your car and be outside looking at it at the same time. When you see another person's car, you enjoy like, ah, this car is nice. But you are driving a nice car too. But because you can't see it, you always want to get another one. But when you have people around you who are always telling you, Charlie, your car is, your car, Charlie, it's a bill. I go love buy some. It is very nice. You realize that what you have is very powerful. Yeah, you may not know what you have because nobody's around to tell you that this is nice. Yeah, Yes. It's a blessing to have people around who are telling you that this is nice. Your wife, you may not even know how nice your wife is until someone tells you, hey, your wife is a very nice woman. Yeah, you may not know. Nobody can rejoice with you. You may not know how nice your husband is. If nobody's around to tell you that your husband is nice, your children are nice. Do you like my message? Yeah. Romans 12 15. Rejoice with them that do rejoice and weep with them that do weep. When someone dies in your family, there's no insamabodie from anybody. We can't come and do insamabodie. Do you know insamabodie? 
How do you say that in English? It doesn't have an English word because the whites don't do that. In Sawabod, yeah. Funeral contribution. You don't have anybody coming to your funeral to come and help you and weep with you. Nobody will put their hand around you and say, oh, and comfort you and say some things to you. Because every time you are leaving, I'm leaving. How do you do that? It's not coming. I'm leaving. Every time I'm leaving, I'm leaving. Your mouth is, I'm leaving. You have designed a mouth in, I'm leaving manner. I'm leaving. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You need people around. You need people. You need people. Tell me about you need people. When my father died, I don't know whether it was two buses or something like that. Two buses came to my father. Very far away place. The road is dusty. By the time you get there, your beard is dusty. Your, everywhere is your hair. Is, everything is dusty. But they came anyways. <laughs> they were there. Comforting me. Telling me things. And they came to give me a seed. Use this to bury your father. I received the seed and buried my father. You, nobody's coming to be- help you bury anybody. You carry the cops on your own. Yeah. Ask Pastor Eugene. Pastor Eugene, who carried your mother? Who are the people who carried your mother from one place to the other? Some of the brethren in church. People in church carried his dead mother because the family members were not willing to carry. They carried. Church members came to carry. Yeah. Because he's in a certain family. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. You need people to celebrate your victories. You have given birth. Nobody is there to do naming ceremony for you. Nobody, you do party, nobody comes to eat your food. Do you know there are people who have parties and nobody eat their food? The food is not easy, the food is still there. Yes, it's a problem. It's a major problem around. I'm, t- I'm not joking, I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Do you know that there are hotels who know that the food you are ordering, you can't eat it. And the people you are bringing, they can't eat so they've budgeted for themselves. We went to a hotel to go and, as a family, to go and eat. There were a lot of us. So we ate, 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 ate. But we realized that the food is still plenty. Then the hotel people came and said that they can't, we can't take the food outside the hotel. We're like, what are you talking about? Just when we're asking what are they talking about, they had just packaged that thing and were taking it to their, their homes on, on their own. He said, what are you talking? Come and see that day, the whole family. Hey, 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 hey. So it's not easy in the hotel. Yeah, because the budget, they know that your food, you can't eat everything. And nobody will come because you are doing to know that it's just for some few people. If the food will be left, they will eat it for you. Yeah, it's a problem. You must have people coming to eat your food. What do you think? Yeah, people who will celebrate your new car with you, your new house. You see, you are not going to be like this. Do you know you are not going to be like this forever? The Bible says, and it came to pass. Say, my life is coming to pass. Today you are working. A few days ago, some of our brothers asked me, when was the last time I used the trotro? And I checked. I realized that it's been seven years or more since I sat in a trotro. I don't remember how it feels to sit on a trotro. Yeah. I don't remember. You should have seen me boarding Trotro those times. Do you know fighting over Trotro? I don't know whether you have ever done something before. You cross people and then you jump into the Trotro like that. Eh, 
brothers and sisters. You just chop people. You watch, you time the trotter. You see, you check where it's coming to, and then you just skip, boo, 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 and then you jump inside. When a person comes and sits by, you like, hey, hey, what are now? Oh, chalk him is that? Oh, it's part of those things. We have just come back. You're chalking me. Today, I don't remember those things. Yeah, I'm always sitting in my car. Can you imagine? I'm always sitting in a car. Hey, it's not a joke. Listen, I worked so much that when I got married, I told my wife that I would not work for the next five years of my life. And I didn't work. I told her that, listen, I worked for a very long time. I've done, I, I when I got married, I was 27, 26, 27. I told my wife that I've worked almost 20 years of my life. So, for the next five years, I've, I've worked into the next five years. So forget it, I'm not working. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. When I got my, my wife had a car when we got married. When I got, I told her, I've seized the car. I'm the one going to drive the car. If you have to walk, I don't mind. I'll, I'll drive the car. <laughs> I don't mind. I'm going to drive. Listen, I see you driving your own car. It will do you like movie, movie. Yeah, it will be like, it's like, hey, is it me? Me and Panamini, you'll be singing that song, me and Panamini, it will be you. Yeah. Today you are renting. Landlords are saying things to you. They are saying things to you. you are, when your rent is about to expire, then they call you, brother. Are you staying or you are going? But I see you getting your own house. There's a time coming, you'll be, you'll be in your own house. You're like, hey, it's a, it's a, it is my house. You move to another region, you realize that you have another house there. You go to America. Do you know America? You go to America and your house is there as well. Hey! Yeah. Now when those things are coming, you need people that you will sit down and reminisce with. That, ah, do you remember those times? When we were working. Do you remember those times when we used to sleep on the floor? You slept on the floor so many times. Uh, top high, top high house. Oh. Refugee camp. Everybody was there some. We're sleeping on the, now they are all married. They are all sitting in their own houses. Do you, don't you sleep on your own bed? Sleep on my bed. I can't stretch. <laughs> Those times you can't. So if you stretch, you are, your mouth, you have to celebrate somebody's mouth. People have to celebrate your victories with you. Yeah, but if they, if there's nobody, all the people you can celebrate your victories, you have you have shown them, you have left them, you have told them your mind, and you have left. Who are you going to celebrate with? No, who are you going to celebrate with? You can't. Yeah, today we can talk about how, how things were in the church. How we're all in one place. We're all every... Do you remember the day, we, the day before we dedicated uh, Asafo? Do you remember? The guy who was supposed to come and lay the carpets. Do you remember? Uh-huh. Some drunk at B, he came, he, we waited for him uh, till 10 p.m. The day, the day before we, we, we dedicated Asafo Church, most of us slept there till the following morning. I don't know if you remember. And the morning we went to go and bath and come back. Yeah. Today we have so many locations. If you don't have anybody that you are going to reminisce with and talk about, talk about things like, ah, do you remember this one? Do you remember when we didn't have a house? Look at the way our landlords treated us. If you don't have permanence in your mind, you will not have anybody in the future. You'll be alone. 
Nobody can celebrate with you. You can't remember anything with anybody. You can't say that, hey, hey, Charlie, I remember those days when we were shatter boys, when we were weed smokers, when we were drunkards. I remember. I remember when we didn't, we didn't know John 316. I remember very well. You said, you, you asked the person, do you remember the day that pastor asked me John 316? I said, Jesus went. And then you all laugh. <laughs> Hallelujah. I think it's very powerful that we have people that we can celebrate with. Okay? You must have family members, family people that you celebrate victories with. Hallelujah. Look at Psalm 126, verse 1 and 12. Hmm? People you can laugh with. It's important though. It's important. After all is said and done, that is what you have. Do you know today will never come back? 010319 will never come back. First March 2019 will never come back again. Whatever we do in this day will only be a memory for us for the rest of our lives. Today will be a memory for us if we make it memorable. If we make it memorable, then that day will be remembered for the rest of our life. Even though that day will never come, we will relive that day so many days to come. Now, if you don't have anybody to relive that day with, you can't laugh. This scripture will not happen in your life. It says, when the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion... There's a day coming when your captivity will turn on. Yeah, your life will not be like this forever. Do you know that? Yeah. Yesterday, I was watching a video uh, that I, I preached a message in 2016, February. We had, a, we had an all-day meeting. Uh, I was wearing white-white at engineering whatever. Do you remember that day? Uh-huh. I didn't have a child at that time. So when we were preaching, I said, hey, I remember this day. My son was in my, my, my wife's womb. Yeah, I remember. I remember I was like, wow, has God not been good? Now he has come out of the womb and he's teaching me how to say bye-bye, bye-bye, see you. He's teaching me how to say bye-bye, see you. Yeah. Memories. Memories. Say memories. memories. Your captivity will be turned. It will be turned. It will be turned. You remember when you didn't have a beloved? When you didn't, you didn't, ba- you can't, you don't bath and you go to bed. You just, because you, you are so I don't care as a lady. You don't, there's no beloved, let alone a, a, a husband. So you remembering with your friends. Charlie, do you remember those times when we don't, we didn't bath when, when, when the hostel, we don't bath and we go to sleep. Say the truth and shame the devil. You remember? Your captivity, say my captivity has been turned. When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. Ah, it was like a dream. There are nice things ahead, though. Do you know there are nice things ahead? Say the future is bright. Say my future is so bright that my eye burns when I look at it. That my eye burns when I look at it. Tell you, I need shades. I need shades to look at my future. Because it is too bright. It is too bright. Tell me, but watch out for me. I'm coming. We were like them that dreamed. Then was our mouth filled with laughter and our tongue with singing. Then said they among the hidden, The Lord has done great things for them. Who are you going to say to? Who are you going to laugh with? You need someone to laugh with. We want to make memories with you that we can remember together. 
the day you sit on your first flight outside this country. We'll be there with you. Someone in church will be there with you as you are sitting on the plane. And as the plane is moving up, you'll be sitting by you and you're shaking like five years later. You he remind you, Charlie, do you recall the day that day that you were boarding the flight? Do you remember when it was flying? You wanted to vomit. <laughs> when your captivity is ten, there must be people you can just then was our mouth, not my mouth. Our mouth filled with laughter. Who are the hour you are, you are living your life with? Stay on but be permanent. Be permanent. Say these my bottoms, these my bottoms. They'll sit on a plane. Flying outside the country. Not a Krakumasi plane. Flying outside the country. Not Nigeria. Outside of Africa. This is not a show. <laughs> Hallelujah. Point number one. Point number nine. You will see the fruit of your labor. Hmm? Be permanent because you will see the fruit of your labor. Hmm? You must stay to enjoy your fruit. Some people stay in the church. I remember people that we labored with initially when the church was starting. We labored with them. They were, were going up. But they, some of them are not around. They, they are not enjoying the labor of their fruit. You must be there. I mean, who plants a garden and leaves it for someone else to come and harvest? No, I am part of the thing. I've been here for some time. I must enjoy what will come in the future. Yeah. If for nothing, you should have bragging rights. Do you know bragging rights? Yeah, when the ministry has become very big, you say that, hey, me, I was part of the ministry. And I'm still part of the ministry. I was there from day one. I was there in 2017. I was there in 2019 when pastor preached about this. I was there bragging rights alone. You have street credibility. Do you understand? Yeah, street cred. You must stay to enjoy your fruits. The fruits of your labor. The fruits of your labor. Because there are fruits in the ministry for you to enjoy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So don't run away. Don't go somewhere. Don't. No. No matter where you travel to. No matter which part of the world you are in. You are still part of the church. And listen, wherever you go, start a church. Start a church in love economy's name. We like such things. Let me know. Pastor, that's how Church of Pentecost starts. They go, they, they, they start. One person is there, he starts something. He called the headquarters. We've started a church here. Okay, we are making you an elder. They make him an elder, a presiding elder. He's the one presiding over the congregation. Finish. Before long, fruits are coming. Before long, they're enjoying the fruits. They are fruit in ministry that you must stay to enjoy. So don't labor for someone else to come and enjoy it. Do you understand? Don't labor for someone else to come and enjoy. Stay and enjoy the fruit of your labor. <laughs> Number 10. You avoid the deception of short relationships. Hmm? You avoid the deception of short relationships. It's a deception. Do you know short relationships are nice? How many of you know short relationships are nice? They are very, very nice. There are no strings attached, no stress, none of those things. Yeah. There are no there are few short benefits. Finish. You don't, no stress. Like your classmates. You may finish school and you don't see them again. Do you remember your GSS classmates? Short relationship. It's just for that period. After that, it's finished. They are not part of your life. They may do class page, but you realize that the foolish people who were there in those days, they are still the same. They've not changed. You can't even stay on the class page. You have to leave. Is it true? Yeah, it's the same everywhere. Even my class page. 
I finished GSS 2000, year 2000. That was when I finished GSS. Where were you? Were you born? You were born. I know you were born. But where were you in 2000? You were five years. You were one year. Wow. You were five. I'd finished GSS. I was on my way to secondary school. I went to secondary school fair, uh, 3rd January, two, no, 7 January 2001. Yeah. Yeah. 2001. That was just around this place when Kofor was being inaugurated to be the president of the country. That, around that same time. That was when I went to school. I think we even watched it in school. Yeah. Were you there? It's like the way you're saying, yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. So, what, what was the point? Point number 10. Yeah, short relationships. Yeah, short, short, short relationships. It's not good. It looks exciting, but it's not good. It doesn't have any foundation. You, you don't get... It's just like um, going to a doctor. Okay? Who has been your family doctor for a long time and knows the history of the family and knows your own history, medical history. Okay? If you go to that one, you, you stand at a higher chance of benefiting than going to a doctor that you just met. What, what, what shows that he is, his medical degree is even correct? <laughs> I know some doc- doctors. I know, when they were in, I know them when they were, in, they were in school. I knew when, them when they were in school. If I see them in a hospital, I'll pass here at the hospital. <laughs> Because I know them. Do you understand? Like, I know how they were when they were in school. Even if they have changed, I still have my own reservations. Because they weren't learning. I knew, I, they were play, do you know manager? FIFA manager. They were always managing. Always managing. And some of them did things to pass. We know. Some people even bought papers to pass. Yes. They bought papers. From administration to pass. We know what we are talking about. Yeah. Don't ask me. I don't know how, how I know. If I see such a doctor in the hospital, it's not every doctor that is a doctor. Some people are waiting to kill you. They are basically waiting to kill you. But in Ghana, everybody thinks that every doctor is a doctor. It's a good doctor. It's not true. They are doctor. Sometimes you receive referrals at Confanoche and you are shocked that how can this one, how could the person have done this? How could the guy who met this person first, how, how can you give this drug at this time? You want to kill the person. So you stand at a better chance by staying with a doctor that has known your history for a very long time than with the doctor you just met. You open your everything for the person to do whatever. You are in trouble. Same thing, ministries like that. If you've stayed in a church for a long time, the pastor knows your history. Some people don't want to be naked in a church. Is it not a message? I want it to soak, that's why I'm, I'm quiet. Yeah, you are not naked. You are too clothed in the church. You have too many secrets. We don't know you. We've been around. Some people say, I'm leaving the church because the pastor knows my secrets. Are you, are you okay? Where are you going? It is good the pastor knows all your secrets so that he can know how to minister to you and what to help you with. If you are in church and the only relationship we have with you is this. You are a joker. This relationship. I'm here. You are here. 
This is not a proper relationship. I'm just preaching to you. That's all. I'm just showing seeds into your heart. That's all. But the seeds must be, you see, we don't just sow seeds. We go down and make sure the seeds are planted well and make sure the seeds are, being, are growing well and give it the nutrients and make sure they are, they are the weeds that are around are cleared away so that it can grow. Yeah. Put fertilizer on it and all that. That's ministry. We help you physically, one-on-one, to help you from scratch. Make sure every other aspect of your life is correct. Which you know what is happening with your sex life. Some of you are having, busy having sex all over the place. And your pastor does not know. Your pastors don't know what is happening along that line, that line of your life. You have sex, you come. Pastor, God bless you. <laughs> oh, the Lord is with you. I maintain a whole class, so turn bloody heart. You are a joker. What are you talking about? We should know what is happening with you. And know how to help you. You shouldn't have difficulty telling us some things. We should know your financial situation so we know how to pray for you. We should know what's happening in your house. We should know what's happening between your mother and your father. Yeah, today one of my sheep was telling me about his mother and his father. So that I can know. He's naked before me. That is what I mean by being naked. Somewhere too clothes. Me when I come, tell you about me and my wife and all that. You, you never say anything. You are always quiet. <laughs> Looking at us like this. You have, you, you have too much control on yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Relax, relax, relax. Yeah. Open up. Let us know your history. Yeah, it's a long relationship. That is why when someone becomes a church member, it's a, it's a long thing. It's not, it's not a, it's a long journey. We are going on a long journey till the day you die. I'll bury you or you bury me. Whichever happens, we are burying. Somebody is burying somebody. There's a burying something somewhere. Yeah. I'll bury I'll be buried. That's a relationship. So by staying in church, you avoid that deception. It's a deception. That's when I move to the church, nobody knows me. Some people say that foolish thing that nobody knows me in this church. That's why I'm in this church. What are you talking about? It's wrong. They must know you in the church. Go to John chapter 10. My sheep knows me by, I know my sheep by name, and my sheep know my voice, so that I don't read too much. Show me that place. John chapter 10, I don't know whether it's verse 2 or verse 5, one of them. Verse 2. Is it verse 2? My sheep know my voice. I know my sheep by name. These are, this is the relationship between, between us and you. And it's a long-term relationship. It's not a short-term relationship. Do you understand? Yeah. Gideon was deceived because he thought that the Gibeonites were from a far country, but they were very close to them. He had just gotten to know them, and he made a major decision. You are always deceived when you meet somebody and you make major decisions. You just met this guy, and you are making a major decision by saying yes to his proposal. You are a joker. No, you are a joker. You should wait for a long time. You should know the person for at least two years before you say yes to the person's proposal. Have you seen your face? You just you do you are set two weeks. Two weeks now. I, I love you too. Same day. When the guy comes, baby. Let me, you are not mine, so let me come to you. Hallelujah. Baby. It's one say you got. I love you. What do you say? Accept my proposal. Hey, do you know the blessings of being proposed to? I accept, accept. Okay. I love you too. Say it with Vim, with Vim. I love you too. Uh. After, after two, two weeks, it's even long. 
one day, two days, three days. You have accepted a proposal as though you have never been proposed to in your life. It's like you are hungry for proposal. Your mother like, propose to me, propose. And when he put forth his own sheep, he go out before them, and the sheep follow him. For they know his voice. You must know the voice of your shepherd, and then your shepherd must know you by your name. We must know you. And where's that one? 14. Go down to 14. I am the good shepherd, and then and know my sheep, and my, I'm known of my sheep. My sheep, I know my sheep, and my sheep know me. I see it. We must know each other. We have to know each other. Okay? We have to know each other. That's what I mean. Be naked in the church. That two of them were together, were, were, were naked and they were not ashamed. Yeah. I should know your history. We should know your history. Your pastor should know your history. So that we can know the proper diagnosis for your life. Yeah. We know your history. So we know what type of a guy you should, be, you should marry. Who you shouldn't marry. So that you don't get problems. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, how many children to have? We should tell you how many children to have. You have it in your mind that we have six children. You are in trouble. You will just die. Yeah. Maybe you have to reduce it. Some people have to reduce. It. Some people have to increase it. Tell some people go go eight. Yes, add two more. Go eight. You need to. We need biological increase in the kingdom of God. The last one is that you will be rewarded for your faithfulness. Okay, so 11. You will be rewarded for your, your faithfulness. That is your commitment. Matthew chapter 25, verse 23. The last point, you can see me later for it. Okay? But have you enjoyed the 11 points? Yeah. yeah the, the 12 points is that you enjoy consistent pastoral care. Yes, you enjoy consistent pastoral care consistent pastoral care. That's what I've been talking about. So it's similar to the point I made. Okay? But let's talk about the point number 11. You will be rewarded for your faithfulness or your commitment. Matthew chapter 25, verse 23. Read this one to me. One to go. Read it again. One to go. Well done, thou good and thou good and good and faithful. Faithful to be faithful means to be constant. To be permanent, it means to be loyal. Okay? So God will reward you for being constant. For staying in one place constantly. For being in one place permanently. And for being loyal to one place. It's important. God, that's what God rewards. He says, thou good and faithful servant. He's, he gives good and faithful servants. People who serve him. And stay in his house. And be with him forever. Have you heard the, the story of the prodigal son before? One of the sons took 
plenty money, took his half of the man's properties and went to spend it. The Bible says he went to live a riotous living. Spent it with harlots, drunkards, did all kinds of food. He left. He left his father's house and went to fool around. What was his end when he left? All those who live like that, they don't prosper. He didn't, he didn't work for him. Even food, he couldn't find to eat proper food. How about the one who was inside the house? The father said that all that I have is thine. If you stay in the house, if you are there, all that is for the father is yours. He will give you everything he has because you are faithful and you are loyal. So, this month you are going to be receiving a lot of blessings because you are committed. Yeah. So, as a month of what? Receiving blessings through commitment. Through commitment. So, this month will be requiring a lot of things from you. It will tell you, we are writing an exam. Why are you writing an exam? We want you to be committed some more. If you are committed to the house, you stay and do the exam. You don't say, what is this exam that this is for coming? It's not anything. It's not any big deal. We just want to, to get some things from you and see what is happening so we can help you. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. Your church is that they are doing exams. No. We are, we are leading you. We've led. Listen, I've led this church for a long time. This church is seven years. I've led it to have 21 or 22 churches since it started. We are more than 2,000 people in the church. We have been able to build. We are building another one in Accra, doing things that you don't know about. If I've been able to lead you to this point by the grace of God, what makes you think that we will not be able to lead you in the, into the future? Why should the apples on the apple tree question the apple tree? Do you understand? Why should the apple trees, apple, apples, the apple fruits that are hanging on the tree question the apple tree concerning its, its, its integrity? Can you lead me into the future? Who, how did you come into existence? <laughs> so there are some questions you shouldn't be asking yourself as a church member. Why are we writing exams? Why are they always taking seats from us? Why are they saying that we should do it? Why are you asking such questions? No. If you are really part, if you are part of our fruits, you shouldn't say those things. You should be appreciative of the vine. If the vine shakes itself small and you fall off, you are in trouble. You don't know that some people's hands are lifted somewhere. That is why your life is working. If you cut yourself right now, you realize that, hey... It was not easy. Life is not a joke. It's because some coverings are on you. That is why it is working. Do you understand? So stay under that covering. We want, we want to see you properly so that we can help you properly. That's what we want to do this year. We want to really see you properly. We want to see who are the brethren in the church. Who are the people around? Who are with us? So we can plan with you. How can you plan when you don't know who is with you? You wouldn't know what to do. Do you understand? You didn't know. So we, are, we must fight for commitment. That's what we are doing. We are fighting for your commitment. We want you to be, be stay, be, be, be in the church, stay in the church and be around so that we will know what to do and give you our pearls. Okay? If you are not close, you will not see some things. There are some things you will never see, you will never experience. But the closer you get, Jesus said, those of you who have followed me in the regeneration, you shall sit on 12 thrones. Judging the 12, this is your reward. You shall be blessed. You see, look at the way Jesus defined the thing. He said that those of you who have followed me, and I've been in my party. In the new, in the regeneration, you shall sit with me in 12 thrones. I'll be on the throne. You'll also be on thrones, judging the 12 tribes of Israel. What do you think will happen in heaven as, with us as well? Those of us who are together will also be together in heaven. Jesus said, you'll be with me. So you too, you'll be with me. Wherever I am, there you will you be also. So our relationship transcends this earth. It, it goes into the heavens. In heaven, our houses will be on the same lane. There will be a love economy lane. We are all on that. That's, that's how it is. According to that scripture, 
that's what Jesus said. He says, you will be with me. Yeah. So those who are with the groups that minister to different generations will be together. Yeah. So if we don't like ourselves here, we will not like ourselves in heaven. We must like ourselves here. What do you think? We must love ourselves. Tell me, I like you. I love you. It's not a proposal. But I love you. With all of my heart. We are going to be in heaven together. Sitting together. And making judgments together. The Bible says that we'll be judging angels. So as we are judging the angels, you look at me and like, Pastor, this angel, the last time we sent, sent him on earth, he didn't go. What do you think? Let's give him F. Then we'll give him F. <laughs> together. We'll give the angel F together. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Says my month of receiving blessings through commitment. Rise up on your feet wherever you are and let's thank God for this wonderful service. God bless you for listening. Keep listening to the word as Christ is made the center of your world. For prayer and counseling, call 024-563-8314 or send an email to info at christworldinc.com. God bless you.